Paul and Woody on Hobart's hip, 100.9. Do you want to say what you've... Oh, you're just oh. in this mood at the moment where you just want to set Hobart off. No. I write an article for the paper every week. We write an article. Write an article. It's article called He Says, She Says, That's not right. She Says, She Says. Okay. Or He Says, He Says. Am I the he or am I the she? Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes you're a bigger... <clears throat> don't me. say that. You that that's a little nickname you started to give me around this office, and I overheard that. But anyway, okay. no. Look, I suggested in the paper on Sunday that um, weddings were not a place for children, and mm. since then, everyone's having a go at me because thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Right. If you want to chime in on this one, if you think like me that weddings are not a great place for kids, I just think that you overthink other people's lives too much. When was the last wedding you went to? What was um, it? Like, why is this such a concern to you? I emceed Melissa's sister's wedding. Yeah, who? Brought her kids along. Because she has kids. The kids, they walked all over my punchlines. I mean, that was about me that day. I mean, that was about life that day. And I'd written a tight five to kick things off with. I've heard some of it. You'd have to be pretty drunk to enjoy it. Oh, come on. What about the joke I do about the picture of the bride mounted? Okay, that's not funny. Yeah. Neither is the ones that I hear about. Oh, lucky the bride's wearing white, white, so she matches the appliances. Yeah, I do that one Well, there's pink appliances now and and silver appliances. And this is the sort of stuff the kids are doing. Yeah, because... We've got a pink toaster. Shut up, I'm trying to do a routine up here. I just want to know. Sorry, but this is... You're whinging about kids being at weddings. This was the same wedding where your much younger girlfriend proposed to you, right? Yeah. Yeah. In front of the bride? Yeah, that was a bit of... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, I'm just wondering... Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, a lot of things happened that day. Okay, and yeah, okay, I was frustrated that day. But I just don't think that it's a great place to have children at a wedding. So, 13, 12, 16, what do you reckon? Chris, what do you think about kids at weddings? Um, Yeah, I would um, strongly disagree with having children at weddings. Yeah, yeah, it just ruins the fun for, especially the parents particularly. Yeah, definitely. Parents want to get out on the tear and cut loose a bit for once. And it only happens maybe once a decade. Well, that's right. Oh, come yeah. on. You want a blanket ban on kids? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great just one. Just at weddings. Just at weddings. Just at weddings. Just at weddings. Now. You know, I, I don't have a huge concern, Chris, with them coming along to the ceremony and then of course. shooting off. That's generous of you. Yeah. Well, that's what the, the ceremony is for. It's for the friends that don't really make the list to go to the reception. <laughs> that's so money true. On is there anything more <laughs> offensive than being invited to a ceremony and not the reception? Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe the invitation just got lost in the mail. Oh, yeah. I've it's so good when you look over at the ceremony and the person sitting next to you is wearing a pair of jeans and you know they're not going to the reception. <laughs> exactly right. You know Thanks for your call, Chris. Tony, what do you think about kids at weddings? Should it happen? Uh, for someone whose parents are Italian and we have huge weddings, it, it, you would be blacklisted if you didn't invite the kids. Oh, it would not go down well? No, definitely not. Look, to plan an Italian wedding, it is like uh, a strategy like going into war. Like, it's, it's military. It seriously is. You've, you've, got to be, you've got to know who you can sit at each table. There's always one of the rowdy tables. Um, but, yeah, you've got to have the direct family or direct family... Um, members or, or family, close friends, closer to the wedding party and all that sort of thing. Oh, no, seriously, you know, it's got to be crazy. And it would have, what, ramifications for generations if you... Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, if you didn't invite the kids, yeah, you'd be in big trouble. Okay. How yeah. scary is an Italian mama? 
we'll put it this way. I, I said from a very young age I'd never marry an Italian girl because I, I wouldn't be able to put up with the in-laws. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> but if I had in-laws like my parents, uh, they'd be very lucky. Now, my parents are pretty cool. They've, they've been yeah, in, in Tassie for nearly 60 years, so they're, they're great. Right. I have to yeah, just disclose for a moment, Tony, that as you told that story, Woody fell off her chair. Oh, no. <laughs> She's flat on her back, Tony. Do you usually have that effect on women, Tony? Oh, <laughs> uh, well... <laughs> well, I'd like to think so. I headphones. I can't even hear as what he's saying. As long as I don't put them to sleep. Can you... <laughs> Okay. Are you all right? Are you okay? I just oh fell off my high chair. You just disappeared. Like one minute you're there and the next minute. It's like bloody Swallow. David Copperfield or something. Swallow Woody. Weekdays, Hit Hobart's Paul and Woody have the ultimate battle of East versus West. Shore of Origin. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Twenty to seven, Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit one hundred point nine with a top of seventeen and some showers and a bit of wind expected today. My co-host has had to take the morning off due to morning sickness. He's telling me he believes he's having a sympathetic pregnancy. And I think there's some chafing around the nipples as well. But here is something that he dropped before he left. Well, I didn't think that I would manage to offend so many you people. A hundred percent of people that have called into the show. <laughs> I'm going to have a hard look at myself, Hobart, and a good talking to. How many people have t- you abused? I mean, I don't think you were. It wasn't intentional. No, no. We were reporting over the last 24 hours how in Hobart we're being pushed to follow New South Wales and extending the life of a gift card from 12 months to three years. And all I said was, who gives gift cards? It's just lazy giving, which I still... Don't say it again because people have disagreed with you. I think it's... The lines are still open on 13, 12, 16. If if it comes my birthday time and you give me a gift card for Big W, I'm not going to be impressed. There are so many things you could buy in Big W. So buy me something from Big W. But maybe maybe I don't know what to get you in Big W. Well, get me something like, I don't know, a book. You know what kind of books I'm into. Yeah, but what if you've already got that book? Then I've got to give you the receipt and then you know how much it was... Oh, see, this sounds like a you problem, not a me problem. It's your birthday. Yeah, I know. So oh. why am I getting left? Let's just with... not have birthdays this year. Oh my god, I sound like my mum. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we've had so many calls, but how was Ian earlier? Oh. He he's probably the most passionate caller I've ever had. No, they're awesome. What kind of gift cards do you love, Ian? Super cheap. Anything Carl related. See, but wouldn't you rather if I just went down and bought you a muffler? Oh. Like. <laughs> No. No, I mean, no. Sort of big you, you can do a full car service. See, there you go. That's not impressive. Although that might be all right if she was willing to jump under your hood for an hour and tinker around a bit. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I might be a bit rusty, but... Oh, you'd pick it up after a while. Okay. <laughs> That's what Facebook friends are for. You had to go and put it up online as well. Yeah. Although like I hadn't been abused enough. You had a little bit of support. Get out, online. really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Claudia said when you're at a loss, what a friend could use, then a gift card for a store they like is good. So make sure it's a store that they like. Yeah, but it's still not the point. Like, there's a lot of stores I like. You're going to argue with shops. every single one of them? <laughs> Cassie says cash. 
<laughs> See, lazy. She says, cash is great. Uh, cash is great. Vicky says, lazy. Yeah, good. Lazy. Thank you, Vicky. Uh, Crystal says, handiest thing ever invented. Susan says, the best. It's the best because I love Bunnings. And I'll give the, wor- the last word to uh, Bronte. Bronte said, I call it the, holy crap, I forgot, let me run to Cole's gift. <laughs> That's what Facebook friends are for. Now, I don't know if she actually says that as she runs into Cole's. You ready? For with- this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Seventeen, the top with a couple of showers. Twenty on Saturday, though. It is Paul and Woody on Hobart's Heat one hundred point nine, and R two D two. He's going to break into the show inside the next twenty minutes. If you want to score him, thirteen, twelve, sixteen. As soon as he does, my co-host is off with. Well, he's saying morning sickness. He thinks he's having a sympathetic pregnancy. To be honest. I just think he got freaked out about some of the calls this week that we've had into the show about what goes on in Hobart Birthing Suite. Mel, have you been in a birthing suite? I have been in one, but I also must recommend that you hope that you actually make it there for the birth. Hang on. What do you mean? Well, my son was born in my um, doorway as I was leaving to go to the hospital. So why was it left so late? What happened? I just... Contractions don't last very long for me. I go into really quick labour. I don't think she was finishing a Netflix series, Paul. Like, I don't think she was putting it off. I'm wondering if she was polishing off a meal or something. (laughs) <laughs> just very short labours, only like three hours for my first and an hour for my second. Wow, wow. women would be very envious of that, Mel. <laughs> they would be, yes. <laughs> so um, just not enough time and the greatest thing was that my husband was useless at the time. I had my seven-year-old crying in the hallway, my water burst in the doorway. It so sounds so beautiful back, and magical. Back into the house. <laughs> Ring the ambulance, and my husband at the time had to deliver the baby on our bed. Why he's constantly asking me what to do? Oh, with my seven-year-old daughter in the hallway crying. Oh my! I don't God. want to downplay it, but it's like with my partner when he tries to cook a spaghetti bolognese. What? What could have run him through it all? Like, <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. couldn't he have just yeah, brought up a YouTube yeah. video and followed it or something? I wished. And um, for all of this, the ambulance arrived after the child was given birth already. Oh, my God. What? Now, I don't want to trivialise anything, but what was the state of the bed like? Oh, yeah, no, that wasn't good. Okay, was that a write-off? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Oh, God. And your seven-year-old daughter, where was she in all this? Oh, we did let her come in and cut the cord afterwards. Yeah, oh, she my cut the God. Cord. She did. Okay, and what, she shipped herself off to a nunnery after that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she's ever going to have kids. Yeah, well, it's a good way to keep them at home, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, good on you, Mel. And the inside got there, and one said, I'm glad we didn't arrive on time because I've never delivered a child. And the other one said, yeah, it's been about 20 years for me, mate. Oh, that's oh, what you want to hear. Oh, my God. I think they deliberately didn't make it on time. Hit 100.9, who's this? Andre. Andre, have you been in a birthing suite? Yes, I have. Oh, Andre, what was it like, mate? It was nasty. Did you see everything? Very Emergency Caesar, blood squirting across the room. Squirting? Yep. 
got photos of the baby coming out. All good. Okay. Okay. You got photos <laughs> still? Yup. Okay. Squirting is a very emotional word. <laughs> it's isn't not it? a nice photo. Okay. It looks like an alien. <laughs> Okay. So, Andre, so, yeah, you like, go Are forth. you suggesting that I do it or? Get amongst it. It's awesome. Okay. Well, so you were at the business end then, Andre? I was at, well, it was a Caesar, so I just stood up and took photos. Yeah, great. Um, cause you have some photo- happy snaps. Where do you yeah. keep those photos? Uh, in my old phone somewhere. I don't look at them very often because okay. I can't get to sleep. So they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Andre, is there anything we can do to prepare Paul? I'm petrified he's going to pass out on the floor. Nothing at all. Okay, that's all. I'm looking for something a bit more positive there, Paul. What about if I have a lozenge or something that's a bit sugary to keep my blood sugars up? Maybe a barley sugar. Okay. Okay. You know what I love about this? We haven't even asked Andre how his partner handled it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So how did it all go? Oh, I think she's fine. Okay, good. You think? He still hasn't checked in. It's been three years. (laughs) It's been a while. (laughs) Well, he lost his phone, so. (laughs) Let's go. We play. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. It's times like these you give and give again. It's times like these you learn to love again. It's times like these time and time again. R2-D2 is going to break into the show in minutes as soon as he does. 13, 12, 16. And you could score him. It's Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. My co-host is off with what he's saying. He's lactating and he's got morning sickness or something. He thinks he's having a sympathetic pregnancy. But we took a lot of calls off air yesterday and it was over a debate Paul and I were having in terms of Hobart and what is going on in the dating world, here are some of your calls that didn't get to air. Our names are Woody and Paul. This is our spin-off show. It's stuff that happens off air that we thought you ought to know. Anthony, I just want to know, if you go on a first date, do you have to disclose if you're dating other people? Nah, no, you don't. Really? So if you're dating four other people, you don't have to say, hey, you know, I'm testing, you know, test driving you at the moment? Nope, all good. How no far is the date going if there's test driving no, involved? No, but I mean, like, I no. would want someone to be up front with you. Oh, I think, all. Anthony, that there is an assumption of risk that if you're going on a first date with someone, that they could be potentially going to dinner with other people. Absolutely, I agree. Anthony, have you dated more than one person at once? Uh, no. <laughs> no, but you, if you want, if you were single again, you would. You'd, if you, definitely. Okay, so definitely. is this what men in Hobart are doing now? Like, you got to try before you buy. But it's all yeah. But this what? is why a lot of relationships try... fail because there wasn't enough testing the waters. Okay, so you got to try like the whole car park before you. Like... Yeah, that's right. Is now that... I want to give the four wheel drive a go. Yeah, I wouldn't mind hatchback. You wouldn't know what to do with a four wheel drive. No, I have a no mum's wagon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'll just <laughs> stick to the little runaround. Hi, Ashley. Hi, how are we? So good. Ashley, mm. Woody's got a question for you. She's been just, bugging me with it all morning. No, I just want to know that if you go on a first date, do you have to disclose if you're dating other people? Yes. Thank you. A man that isn't treating Hobart like it's his own personal bachelor set. No, hang on, Ashley. So if you go for a coffee with a girl and you've got another girl teed up to have dinner with later in the week, do you have to tell the coffee girl that? It's a 
depends whether it's just coffee or if it's something else. Yeah. If you go on a, if it's a if it's a proper date, then you've got to say something. Exactly. Okay. And okay. I think it's only fair that I have a right to know whether I would continue seeing you after that. After I notice that you're a player. But there's no oh player. Thank you. Never been called a player. Before. You take that as a compliment, yeah. don't you? Hi, Anita. Hi, Woody. How are you going? So good. If you're on a first date with someone, would you expect that person to disclose if they were dating more than one person at once? I think it would be polite to do so, definitely. Yeah. But is it necessary? Oh, well, if it's only a first date, possibly not necessary. So if there's been no funny you're business, if there's been nothing that's perceived as intimate happening? No, probably the first date's probably going a little bit too far to go into that information. So there you go. Yeah, but how would you feel, Anita, if you were dating, say, Bob, the builder? And, what a cartoon and, I don't know why I said Bob. I think boy. Wendy would be pretty jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, never mind. Yeah, really <laughs> poor <laughs> example of who to date there. Yeah, think about Wendy, you know. <laughs> think about what she's going to do when she finds out that Bob's been leaving his tools at someone else's house. Come on. Wouldn't be impressed. <laughs> Hi, Jaden. How you going? So good. Jaden, <laughs> if you were to go on a first date, would you yes. disclose if you were dating more than one person at once? I don't think I could tell them that. Otherwise, change the whole game, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Your game? See what? You've got Firma on Thursday and... Why Firma? Marley on Monday Who and... Who are these? I've never met these women with these weird you know. names. Jaden knows that you don't say that sort of stuff on a first date because it, it makes it all very, very heavy. It does. It does. It makes it a bit harder to get the second one, I think. There you well, go. Yes, because you... Like yeah, Jaden, not necessarily wait. shaking it around with all these women. He's just catching up with them. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. So Jaden, depends how the first one goes, April. Oh my god! What is? What are we a meat market? Is so you, Jaden? Are you single? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. And you're just dating one person, not several. <laughs> Yeah, I've got one that's worth 100, so oh, I think I'll keep it. Oh, that's God, is that lovely. a line you say to most Oh, women? no, why don't you celebrate the fact that he said something lovely about his partner? <laughs> this is a guy who would also treat Hobart like his own little bachelorette. No, he's a decent fella. Good on you. All right, the hit list is... This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Five away from eight on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, my co-host is off sick. Morning sickness, he's saying, Apprentice Mace. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he said he's got lumpy breasts. Oh, because the pregnancy... (laughs) He's not pregnant, his girlfriend is. No, but he thinks he's having a sympathetic pregnancy and he thinks he's been up all night (laughs) vomiting from it. Yeah, get used to it, mate. Your friend's going to be like that for a while. I know, right? I've never known anyone with the ability to make something so amazing all about themselves. I know. I mean, uh, so he's off. Some would say he is the one that is pregnant with his dad bod. He's whinged enough. Well, it could just be his man boobs, you know, his moves that he's been working on. (laughs) If he comes back tomorrow and hears this audio, he's going to kill us. Do you know when when he took on Fat Dog, when it was his dad bod taking on Fat Dog, Mm. um, one of his man boobs got loose from his training bra (laughs) and punched him in the eye. It did. And if you see him on the streets, because no doubt he's not sick, you'll find him at Kmart today on shiploads, he's got a black eye. From his boob? From his move. His man boob. Is that even possible? (laughs) When you've got boobs that big, it is. Um, coming up next, though, we've got $200 cash guaranteed. Uh, if you're on school holidays right now, you could score up to $13,000 in prizes. And we've got to cover off in this, Apprentice Mace, why everyone in Hobart is sniffing ink. Yes. 
Yes, this is a weird craze, and it started this morning. It did. That's right after this. Let's go. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Inside twenty two hundred dollars cash guaranteed to give away in Shore of Origin. Next as well, though, how your iPhone and iPad could score you up to. You're not going to believe this. $13,000 in cash and prizes whilst keeping your kids occupied. But Apprentice Mace, my co-host, is away. Yes, Paul's um, taking a sick day. Yeah, he's uh, said he's got morning sickness. And he's, um, Which breast- only happens to pregnant women. But he thinks he's having a sympathetic pregnancy. No word of a lie. I'll get up on the socials, the text you sent me. He believes he's started lactating. <laughs> That's not a thing. He needs to go to the doctors. He's got a medical condition. But uh, in his absence, we have discovered this morning that there is a new trend hitting Hobart. The whole of Hobart is sniffing ink this morning. Yeah, this is really weird. This is the front page of the paper, Apprentice Mace. But they're sniffing it for... Like, the reason doesn't even make sense. No, so on the front page, it says, Turn to page two... Scratch and sniff, and there's a whole thing of popcorn. Yes. And you're supposed to scratch it, and it's supposed to smell like popcorn. Now, I had my nose right in it, in the staff room. And can I say how weird it looked when the boss walked in, and my face, I'm sniffing ink. You're a paper addict. You're an ink addict. You've sniffed it. Have another sniff. You've got everyone around this office sniffing the paper. I can't sniff it. I even sent messages to the editor of the Mercury today. Well, it says you've got to rub it, and then then (laughs) sniff it. I've done that a couple of times. Not for the paper, though. No, don't. Can you just try it once more? If anyone has sniffed the paper today, can you tell me whether it smells like popcorn? Because I don't know if I'm losing my senses, but I can't smell a thing. Here's the paper. All right. Scratch it a bit harder. Harder. I'm oh, like, my hands are heating up. Oh, oh. I ripped it. <laughs> okay, I ripped it a bit, but sniff I can it. still smell it. Now sniff it. My hands definitely don't smell. Let me smell the actual paper, though. Hang on. You've got an audience behind you. People are watching me. No, that's not popcorn. Did this? Did 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 they buy this off a Nigerian prince? Like this idea? What is going on with this? <laughs> but can people just please tell me if you've opened the paper today and you've had a sniff? Can you tell me what it sniff smells like? I think they've been robbed. I, it does they not smell like popcorn, surely. Sniffing this smelling service and it hasn't worked. <laughs> <laughs> now I look like an idiot in front of everyone. <laughs> I mean, that's just another day in the office. Yeah, though, isn't it? <laughs> Paul and Woody, Hobart's hit 100.9. Six past eight. 17 the top with a couple of showers. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. My co-host is off with what he's calling morning sickness. <laughs> I'm not, it's no word of a lie and sore breath. Um, but before he abandoned me today, uh, we're big supporters of this. It's something that you could do for your school holidays. We know that you're over it and all you need is an iPad or an iPhone and, it, and you could score up to $13,000 in prizes. School holidays, Paul. Yes. You know what that means. Yep. Kids just mucking around. <laughs> Terrorising their parents. Yeah. Well, uh, give them something to do. Well, this is a good one. We've been talking about this this week. It's My State Student Film Festival. Yeah. It's great. And it's basically anyone from kindergarten up until year 12 can make short films, even music videos, and then you can submit it. 
That's right. And there's $13,000 worth yeah. of prizes to be won as well. And they're not necessarily looking for the next Steven Spielberg. Or Avatar or anything like no, that. No, no. You might be a first-time filmmaker. Mm-hmm. You're simply picking up the iPhone and filming a few things, chopping it together, and hey, presto, you've got an entry. One person that is going to be making some entries is Jacob, and he's from Cooper's Screen Academy. Hi, Jacob. Hello. Now, how old are you, Jacob? Um, I'm 17. 17. Okay. And with you is Sarah Cooper from Cooper's Screen Academy. Morning. So, Jacob, you're going to... Act in some of these films that are being made for the film festival. Yeah. You're going to make a film yourself. Yeah. And I believe, Sarah, you're a judge. I'm a judge of the Most Engaging Talent Award. And I love the yes. way they name that because yes. it's not Best Actor or Good. Best Actress. It's, it's Most Engaging. Yeah. And it sounds like Jacob's got the chops for it. He's done the training. <laughs> uh, tell yeah. us about the film that you intend to make. Give us a bit of a sneak um, preview. What are you looking at? So my film that I'm making, it's called Stranded, and it's about a 12-year-old boy who goes missing at sea and finds himself um, washed up on an island by himself. And he's there for five years and he has to like make a life for himself. And then five years later, a family um, are on the island and they find him. And then he gets taken home to his mum and obviously she's over the moon. Oh everyone, I want to see this movie. I want to see two weeks it out. Have we made it? Have you completed it? Can we have a screen? Um, no, so auditions are tomorrow night and I've got quite a few people auditioning for it and then shooting goes ahead next week. Don't, Paul. Well, don't. I mean, you know, don't. If you're looking for... I mean, I can play old, I can play young. Don't. Uh, non-gender well, specific. I mean, I can... Yeah. You did 10 episodes of Neighbours yeah. as an extra. Well, featured extra. Featured extra. Featured, I, but, I, I had a few lines. Okay, so. well, how would you... Like, let's do an audition then with Jacob. How would you... Yep. I think I need your best scream. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Sure. When you finally realise that you're the one that's washed up on the island yeah. by yourself. Yeah. On the so island. I'm guessing you okay. would play the person 50 years later. That's horrible. That's, I, can no, saying, I can play young. I can play young. Okay, what's my colour? I need, like, an emotional colour. Uh, well, <laughs> you're, like, angry but upset, so maybe a bit of blue and red, so maybe blue purple. Blue and red. Purple. Okay, and um, oh, if God. I was an animal, <laughs> if I was an animal, what animal would I be? Goldfish, if you're drowning. <laughs> you're drowning. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. Goldfish. Or goldfish. Okay, so <clears throat> can I add some lines to it to of the course. screen? Oh, God. As long as there's gurgles in there. This is why you're fired from neighbours. Okay, here we go. Oh. <laughs> That's a whale. <laughs> <laughs> it's related to a goldfish, Sarah. Alone. I'm alone. And what do I do when I'm alone? I recite some Shakespeare. Now is the winter oh. of our discontent. What? That's normal. If you're stuck on an island, <laughs> of course you're going to have to occupy yourself. You're so much better than Tom Hanks. That was yeah. amazing. See? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wilson. I with the ball. Do I have a ball? Yeah. You can have a ball. Okay, great. I'm a football. Make it Australian. Okay. Well, the Americans a- love that oh. stuff. Okay. This is going to take a long time. Ed scene. So what do you think? We'll be in touch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call us, we'll call you. It's exactly what they said to me at the audition for Rosehaven <laughs> Series 2. Thank God that uh, Cooper Screen Academy has a lot more success than that because I believe a lot of your students are getting gigs in commercials. Oh, yeah, we had heaps yeah. of and Rose in Rosehaven too. Um, yeah. uh, Jacob was in Rosehaven too. Oh, this is yeah. really oh, cool. Jacob was actually in Rosehaven. Yep. So yeah. was my brother's dog. Everyone yeah. was <laughs> in bloody Rosehaven except for me. Paul auditioned twice. Oh, Can we get back to the My State <laughs> Film yes. Festival? It's a good idea to get your kids involved in this. It's so fantastic. From kindergarten all the way up until grade 12, over $13,000 worth of prizes as well. And so My State Film Festival, if you put that into Google, it'll come up with a web link and it'll have all the categories there. It's Fallen Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. $200 cash to give away next. It's a jackpot in Shore of Origin. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Stay 
15 past eight on Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, top of 17 with some showers later on. And we are giving away R2-D2. More info in about five now, though. Let's fight. On hits, Paul and Woody. We're about to find the superior side of the Derwins. This is Shore of Origin. Live the dream at DJ Use Vehicles. Side to the west side. Which side of the bridge is best, east or west, with $200 on the line today? Because we have two carryover losers. After about 15 questions yesterday, Prentice Mace. Yeah. Um, we had to just cut it because I think the break went for about 20 minutes. <laughs> and you're both back. Amy from the west side, your side, Mace, and Noah from my side, the sunny side. Welcome back. Hi. No pressure, but $200 on the line. It's a big one. It is a big one. And Paul's not here for it because he's he's called in with morning sickness and lactating breasts. But that's never mind. That's not a thing. <laughs> Do you think that's a thing, guys? Nah. Yeah, definitely for Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for Paul, not for anybody else. He probably spilt like his milk his milk box or something and he's <laughs> dribbled onto his nipple and now he thinks he's lactating. <laughs> anyway. So clumsy. Okay, so Mace, you're going to have to adjudicate for me. Basically, if you're stepping in for Paul, just talk over the top of me, make it real. Sorry, what were you saying? Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three questions. You can buzz in at any time. The buzzer is the side of the bridge you live on. Are you live ready? On. Yep. <laughs> yes. You're doing well, Mace. Thank you. Here we go. How do you spell ambulance? West. Oh. oh. I reckon you have to go to the next question. That was a tie. I love that he's just... He's just uh, we haven't... Oh, hang on. <laughs> Noah, settle down, please. Uh, I thought you said go. Oh, go. It's all right, Noah. I understand. I would have said East, but Mason's saying West, so we're going to move on to the next question. Who is married oh. to Kim Kardashian? East. Yes, East. Kanye West. Well done. It's one. 56 minus 14 equals? East. West. East. 46. Sorry? 46. Oh, 46. I thought you said 60 minus 4. Uh. 42. All right, here we go. Honestly, Noah is good <laughs> at English and not maths. <laughs> no pressure here, Noah, but if you get this one right, $200 cash. Name <laughs> one of Gwyneth Paltrow's kids. East. Yes, East. Apple. Apple. What was that? Apple. Oh, wow. There he goes. Can you believe it? You've just got $200 cash, Noah. Thank you. Sometimes being bad at something pays off. <laughs> <laughs> like yesterday, carrying over. Well done to you. Don't worry, Amy. You'll be back tomorrow from the west side. Thanks. Now, Noah, 100 plus 100 equals how many? 200. <laughs> oh, good boy. There you go. Out here, we're world famous for hits and old school. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 21 to 9, Hobart's hit 100.9, Fallen Woody. My co-host believes that women of Hobart have lost the plot. And here's his proof, he says. So I took her up to Northgate Plaza yesterday. Oh, she would love that. We love it. I mean, she's... Ten months pregnant now, and no, she loves. <laughs> she, uh, she loves it. We go up to the food court. Oh God, Paul! She has a kebab. I have Chinese. It's what we do. 
And all of a sudden, she just stops eating. And I'm thinking, oh, God, another hair in her food. You know, every time we go out, she has a hair in her food. Mm. I'm starting to think it's her hair. <laughs> I said, oh, what's wrong now? She said, oh, nothing wrong with the food. She said, I've got a lay-by I've got to pick up. Okay. I said, lay-by? What did you put on a lay-by? And she goes, oh, I'm sure I've got a lay-by. So we go into Target and she gives them her details. And they said, I'm sorry, we don't, we don't have a lay-by for you. She said, no, no, I've got a lay-by. I'm sure I've got a lay-by. I can remember putting something aside. And they said, oh, no, not under your name. So then they checked my name and checked her mum's name for some reason. <laughs> uh, next thing I know, we're up in Glenorchy. We're at Big W. We're at the counter. Oh, no. Oh, I think I've got a lay-by here. <laughs> what is going on? She said, no, no, it's a lay-by. And I'm starting to think, oh, maybe she's lay-by something for Christmas for me and she doesn't want me to see it. So that's why she's being vague. Mm-hmm. We end up at Maya <laughs> in the city. Oh, I think I've got a lay-by. And they know her down there. She used to work down yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, can't remember you coming. No, I'm sure I've got a lay-by. I just can't think of what it was. Got a lay-by. Got a lay-by. Checking the details. Checking the details. Mm, looking puzzled. Looking puzzled. We get back in the car. And I say to her... So where do you reckon it is? And then she stops and she's thinking. And I've learnt not to interfere when she's thinking. Please, yeah. And she says to me, ah. I said, oh, what? And she says, oh, I think I dreamt it. (laughs) (laughs) Bloody dreamt she had a lay-by. Hit 100.9, who's this? I want to know if you've ever had a run-in personally or via someone else that has baby brain. Yeah, definitely, my sister, 100%. Oh, because I'm experiencing this right now with Melissa. What sort of stuff did your sister do? Oh, she just picked up things, like put things in the fridge that didn't go in the fridge, put stuff in the cupboards that weren't supposed to go in the cupboards, just odd, odd stuff. She put milk in the cupboards, just weird things in the fridge that weren't supposed to go in there, like the remote. Yeah. Well, the remote to the television? Yeah, yeah. I wonder what happens with it. I wonder I why. Yeah, so she's just getting confused. Kidding, but what's getting confusing? Getting real confused. Yeah, <laughs> it's like your brain turns into a 90-year-old or something. when you. 100%, and I don't think it gets better for a while, so she um, definitely claims that when she, she, she's true now, but she does have it. <laughs> Hang on, the kid's two and she's still got baby brain? Yeah. So does this mean I'm stuck with this for a couple of years? Yeah, probably. I'll be drinking warm milk for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, who's this? It's Annette. Annette. Are you across baby brain? Do you know about baby brain? Um, I've had five children myself and I've got 19 grandchildren, so... I mean, (laughs) did you get baby brain at all when you were having your five? No, I don't think so. Don't, Paul. No, his nose has switched. I know what he's thinking. I'm wondering if she's faking it. Because Annette had five and she never had it once. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that Melissa's faking it. What a great way of getting out of doing things. Oh, so that's what she's spending her time doing. Annette, do you think that my pregnant girlfriend could be a liar? Oh, I wouldn't say she's a liar, but um, she may well have a baby brain. Yeah, yeah, no, you agree with me deep down, don't you, Annette? Yeah. Don't you dare go start testing this ball. Yeah, I am. No, you don't. I okay. I'm going to throw a tennis ball at her and see if she... <laughs> No, that's what they do. Oh, no, it's different. Don't. Fallen Woody Hobart's hit 100.9. For the fittest morning But I can taste you on the tip of my tongue This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Who knows what we 
Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Mason's up next with the most commercial free hits in Hobart. You won't get that anywhere else, will you, Mace? Nowhere else. What are you Not got a chance. coming up? Today's the day. What Bef- day? The pink day. Before 3pm, oh somebody what? will have tickets to see Pink on her 2018 tour. I forgot to even plug it this morning, Mason. Oh, well, there you go. Your show's over. Can I blame Baby Brain? No, you're not Paul. Well, Paul's off with lactating breasts and sore <laughs> nipples. <laughs> but that's... No. Is, is the father... Is going to be the father of the child. That's like a problem for the mother normally. Do you know what he thinks he's got? He went to the chemist last night. His much younger girlfriend told me this, not him. Mm-hmm. And he asked for cream for the nipples because he oh, came across serious. this word called mastitis or something, which is actually for women that are breastfeeding. <laughs> and it can get, you know, quite sore and painful. I guess the... I guess the <laughs> He could be mistaken his nipples for a pregnant uh, mother's nipples. Oh, my God. Because they are similar in size. <laughs> One slipped out the other day. He needs to get a bigger bra. Because I don't know what he's been munching on through winter, but they have gotten bigger. He's a big boy. Um, oh, so Macy's up next. Hopefully Paul will be back tomorrow if he's, uh, I don't know if his nipples are feeling better and the chafing stops. Maybe he can just... Rub them for a while for no, him. Like, no. no way. So Ricky Lee coming up shortly. I wouldn't even rub them with your hands, Mason. Sorry? I wouldn't even rub them with your hands. I'm not putting my hands <laughs> anywhere near him. Ricky Lee's coming up um, oh, yes. shortly. A new Ricky Lee song. Get ready for that, Hobart. I-, I love this song. It's up next. Paul and Woody. Let's go. Hits old school. I like me better when I'm We play Hits and a... This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart.